If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1772. How do I make sense of all the different dating advice out there? By Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, reading to you every single day, including weekends and holidays, from blog posts that can help you improve the many relationships in your life. And today's reading will come from Evan Mark Katz, a longtime contributor uh, who has often provided us with many Q&A segments between him and his readers. So let's check another one of those out today, this time about how to make sense of all the dating advice out there as we optimize your life. How Do I Make Sense of All the Different Dating Advice Out There? By Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com Evan, I've been reading a lot of different dating advice websites, especially the ones written for men. I've noticed a trend in telling men to get the women to chase them. Ask Men is one example. I see a lot of advice to women about why men disappear, what to do when they disappear, etc. But it seems like men are being coached to disappear as a power play, a way to get the upper hand and to get the woman to chase them. So if women are being coached to play hard to get, and men are playing the same game, what does this mean for the male-female relationship? In this incarnation of my dating life, I've decided that I am not going to chase men. In my younger days, I admit that I did, and no good ever came of it. This time around, I absolutely will not chase men, nor be baited into chasing one. Yes, men are advised to bait, hook, and then ignore a woman to get her to do the chasing. By the way, I am not a rules girl. I read that book, and I feel dumber for having read it. I do want a man to pursue me, but when he does, I will be increasingly receptive to him, and once a relationship has been established, I won't mind taking the initiative when appropriate. I won't wait two days to return his calls, or only see him two times a week, or play all the mysterious stuff that rules promotes. They call it mysterious, but I call it secretive and evasive. So, while I am not a hardcore rules girl, I am a little old-fashioned and I want a man to pursue me, not hand me his business card or expect me to call him, or email me endlessly on Match.com, but never ask to meet me face-to-face. What do you think of the role reversal being promoted by sites such as Ask Men? They call it the system. Do you think many men are following that advice? S.E. Oh boy, S.E., I'm not even sure where to begin. I guess I'll start with how I give dating advice, and how I think it's different than many other sources out there. Like many people, my perspective has been shaped by my own experience. However, unlike many people, 
I had a few unique things going for me. One, I come from a happy and highly functional nuclear family, so I not only had a model of the kind of marriage I wanted, but I strove to emulate it. Many people who give advice come from broken homes, abusive relationships, and unfortunate backgrounds, none of which are a crime. But I think my past is a strength, inasmuch as I have a very healthy outlook on marriage. Two, I am, at the risk of immodesty, very confident and flirtatious. Let's just say I had a considerable practice in online dating, dating, and relationships. Many people who give dating advice have been married for 30 years and don't know anything about dating. Many others, think of pickup artists, came to do so because they are shy, awkward, and insecure. But unless you want to attract a guy like that, why would you care what such men think? 3. I'm married and in an incredible relationship because I followed my own advice. And I would guess that you'd be more interested in how you can understand and land a confident, successful, happily married guy, as opposed to the weak, insecure, jealous, inexperienced guy. Then again, I could be wrong. I'm always willing to risk being wrong by having opinions. What kind of coach would I be if I didn't have opinions? And four, I'm not afraid to stand on principle. Other coaches are marketers. Their only desire is to A, pray that you like them, and B, convince you to buy their products. My loyalty is not to my own biases or my own bottom line, but to the truth. I don't view the world based on how I would like it to be. I pay attention to how it is, and I advise on how you can best react to reality. And very often, reality isn't pretty. Would I rather tell you the truth or validate your worldview so that you don't shoot the messenger? The answer should be obvious. People come here because they expect to be told the truth, rather than some rah-rah, all-women-are-goddesses nonsense that I don't believe, and I don't expect you to believe, unless you believe the equivalent nonsense that all men are noble studs, which of course they are not. Now that I'm done tooting my own horn, let's refocus on the advice that you've chosen to cite from AskMen.com. I just went to Alexa to check out the site's demographics. What did I discover? The target audience for Ask Men is men 18 to 24, men without children, and men who live at home or are in school. When I clicked to see their income, most of these men didn't even have income. Compare that to Esquire readers, the majority of whom make six figures. Which kind of man are you looking for, S.E.? Basically, I'm asking you what difference it makes if a website for boys is giving those boys advice that will work on insecure teenage girls with low self-esteem. That's right, it doesn't. Real men don't read AskMen.com. Just as real men don't play games, use power plays, or try to get the woman to chase them. This is run-of-the-mill pick-up artist advice for awkward teens. It's not advice that 40-year-old men and women are expecting to utilize. From this paragraph, it sounds to me like you know what you're doing. Quote, I do want a man to pursue me, but when he does, I will be increasingly receptive to him, and once a relationship has been established, I won't mind taking the initiative when appropriate. I won't wait two days to return his calls, or only see him two times a week, or play all the mysterious stuff that rules promotes. End quote. And if you know what you're doing, it doesn't impact you one iota if some guy is running a game on you. Guys who play games just eliminate themselves from dating confident, secure women. Right, Essie? At the end of the day, whether a man is playing games or a woman is playing games, one thing is for sure. Everybody ends up losing. You just listened to the post titled, How Do I Make Sense of All the Different Dating Advice Out There? 
by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And a big thank you to Evan for this one. Now, for me, I think a big takeaway from this article that might go unnoticed would be the many phases of dating, uh, or rather our own phases of how we approach dating. If you're able to step outside yourself for a moment, you might consider how you've changed your approach to dating over time uh, due to age, due to circumstances, the people you meet, etc. And this idea can help ground you amidst a lot of contrasting pieces of dating advice. Perhaps what's best to listen to, what you're most drawn to, uh, what you can most realistically expect of yourself and others, is not universal, but rather dependent on the phase that you find yourself or others in. Our approaches to love, dating, romance, marriage, etc. are just as in flux as other parts of our lives. So releasing the urge for a singular answer to all of it is a great means of creating more flexibility and openness. Something to keep in mind as we wrap up another episode, my friends. As always, I thank you for being here to make another episode possible. We could not do this without you, so do be sure to share this episode and this show with someone who you think would enjoy it. That's going to do it, though, so have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.